MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the D-Gen Dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. It's free to enter and there's $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we got the first half unders bingo going on as well. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Howdy, Ojo Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 310. Uh, this one goes out to uh, one of our favorite promotions in the whole wide world, one of our favorite regional promotions, Invicta FC, because that is the promotion that we are breaking down this week. Uh, Invicta FC 52 is coming at us this weekend. There is a ton, mostly of just uh, great strawweight fights that we will be breaking down um, that I'm really excited about. Um, There's some fighters who clearly have some very clear UFC aspirations and and definitely possibilities coming in the very near future. So we're going to be breaking down those fights. We'll also give you a little bit of a rundown of how my picks on LFA went last week. We went two and three, not particularly great. Um, but of course, uh, here breaking down the fights with me, me, who is Daniel Gubby Freeland leading the ship again today for, uh, Jeff Fox missing in action, uh, at least for a couple more weeks, uh, steering the ship here with me is Kurt Chase Patrick. Kurt, uh, how do you, how do you rate this Invicta card compared to maybe some of the other ones we've seen in, in recent memory? I mean, it's pretty solid, honestly, uh, in, in doing some research for the fight, um, you know, we were kind of talking prior to prior to the uh, show going live. They're all all these girls are from the same division. Some of them have fought each other prior to, so I was able to watch some of their previous fights. It it should be a pretty pretty solid card. Uh, we're gonna talk about her, but Patina Klein is on this card. I know her uh, very well from the grappling scene up north. Um, she's from Connecticut, so a lot to like on this card, honestly. Yeah, and, and I'm going to talk about her extensively and, and actually maybe one of the trickiest fights on the whole card to, to call because of just how interesting and how little we know about her opponent. Um, but yeah, I, I'll say this one's super interesting. And I would say, you know, there's like maybe four women on this card who I'd already circled as potentially being future UFC stars. I think I talked on my uh, Top Turtle MMA podcast not that long ago about how Shauna Bannon was somebody who I expected to make the UFC in the near future. So not giving away picks there, but it is uh, kind of an exciting one to see so many people in the same division jam together. Now, that's not to say that the entire card is that. Uh, there are seven fights on this card. We're going to be breaking down four. I know that's one less than our usual number. We usually break down five, but we were we're getting ready to break down five, and uh, there, there was a fight that got canceled at the last second. We were supposed to break down, uh, I believe it was Montserrat Rendon versus Alexa Connor. Um, Amanda, or Amber Liebrock versus Ramona Pasquale got canceled. So we like had some other ones that we were looking at, but now the, uh, the other three on the card, it was kind of hard to throw together last second. So we didn't want to give you, you know, some half-assed commentary here. We wanted to give a commentary with our whole ass. So um, we're, we're going to give you these four and give you super good breakdowns. There's also been 
odds posted, or at least the the beginning odds. Uh, sometimes when I know we've talked about this on on our regional breakdowns plenty of times. So you know, regular listeners of the show, you could tune me out for ten seconds while I tell you this for the four hundredth time. But the early odds that always get posted on stuff like this, I think we all know an online book that that posts the early odds. They do it with super low limits so that they can get a feel for the market. So these numbers might fluctuate kind of wildly in the next couple of days, but I'm going to give you the ones that first got posted because that's what we're working with right now. So um, I'll give you numbers uh, and, and also a few warnings about them as well. So uh, make sure that you heed those warnings and keep an eye on these lines for when they actually get posted in a lot of the bigger places. So um, I guess we should get started right away uh, so that we can start breaking down uh, these fights. They're coming to you, uh, for those of you who don't know, they're coming to you Wednesday. Uh, that's right, Wednesday, uh, March 15th. They will be on YouTube. You will be able to see them on Invicta's YouTube. I guess if you have Access TV in the U.S., you can also see them there. Uh, if you do not have Access TV or you don't live in the U.S., I guess Fight TV also sometimes carries them. But really, the easiest way to watch these is YouTube. They're, they're coming to us from their kind of new home in Denver, Colorado, where they've been having a lot of events lately. The Real Works Denver. Um, so, you know, uh, pretty good card. Pretty decent time to watch it. Pretty ease of time to watch it. All good stuff. Um, and we're going to start with the aforementioned Fatima Klein. She is going to be fighting Natasha Kuziantina. Fatima Klein, let's start with her. The Archangel, 22 years old. She's 3-0 and in her pro career. Uh, she's six or a five foot six rather, which is going to make her three inches taller than uh, Kuziontina. She's got a 67 and a half inch reach advantage, which I would compare to Natasha, but uh, Natasha doesn't have her numbers posted anywhere. All three of her professional fights have come to us from Invicta. So she was Invicta from the very beginning. She recently is coming off of a big win over ultimate fighting veteran Lara Gallardo. So like she has been in there with some real fighters. Natasha Kuziontina her nickname is Kuzia, which I'm guessing is from that last name. So Kuzia is 33 years old. That's 11 years older than Fatima Klein. She's only 1-0 in her professional career. But for those of you who are like, how is this 33-year-old only 1-0 in her professional career? It's real simple. She was a judo Olympian. That's right. She won a bronze medal in the 2016 Olympics in judo. So this is a pretty high-level grappler as well. She's going to be giving up three inches of height to Fatima Klein. As I said, I do not have her reach numbers. She is making her Invicta debut. Her only other pro MMA fight came to us on a game-bred boxing card against a, uh, if we're being honest, some pretty terrible competition. So, Kurt, I'm going to kick it to you to start. You said you know quite a bit about Klein in her grappling game. What what makes her like so special in, in one of those fighters that we're like kind of interested in seeing where she goes next? I misspoke, by the way. She's not from Connecticut. She's from New York. I've just seen her compete a bunch locally. But, um, you know, she's like she's like one of those grapplers that she seems like mean when she grapples, like the way she 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 wrestles and the way she looks to pass guard and submits. She's mean. She's got like a, uh, it's like that, like an edge to her. Um. She got good striking. Her striking's coming along. She comes from a really good camp. Um, I mean, again, she's only three fights into her career, but like you said, she faced uh, Laura Gallardo in his last fight. Uh, it's a pretty, you know, for fighting fighting only in her second fight against a girl with only three fights, it seems like a pretty big step up for, uh, I'll say Natasha, because I'm going to do a way worse <laughs> job of pronouncing her last name. than uh, I practiced it a lot. I practiced yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, 
Yeah, there you go. You got it. You got there it. You go. So I would say, yeah, it's a huge step up for Kuzientina, right? Like I, I looked at her first opponent. Her, her first opponent, if we're, we're going to be real, let, let's peel it back here. She fought this woman. Her name was Desiree Bennett. Um, and, and she fought her. She armbarred her in like three minutes. It was super fast. It was on a boxing card. Bennett is 0-1 in her pro career. She fought three times as an amateur. She was all beat losses. All, all, all losses in her amateur career, including an armbar to somebody else who only won one time, and it was over Desiree Bennett. So, like, she's fought a very, very, very low level of competition. But, like, you almost have to give it to her in being, like, a judo Olympian. That, like, asks a whole bunch of questions of, like, what we can think of Fatima. And, and like you said, like, she's got an edge to her when she's on the mat. She's mean. She, like, doesn't settle for position. She's got, like, I personally really like the way that she, um, she, like, uses shoulder pressure, particularly in side control, to, like, control her opponent and keep her in place. But this almost feels like they set this fight up to be, like, how, how far along has Fatima's striking come, right? Like, is it ready to fight somebody who can outstrike her? Because, like, mostly if you look at her, her record – She's mostly fought people who want to grapple with her, right? Like Lara Gallardo wanted to grapple with her. Um, you know, if you go back to some of her earlier fights, like um, Sydney Trillo, maybe not so much. Like, but like, uh, she she's fought women who are cool with being on the ground and w- are are interested in having grappling matches. And now she's going to be fighting somebody who's still interested in having a grappling match, but like, she might not be able to be the aggressor. So. Um, it's super interesting. I am going to give you guys the number here, which I think is a little bit insane. Fatima Klein, negative 600 favorite. Uh, Kuziontina, plus 425. I, I think, you know, if you if you got to make a pick here, I'm taking Fatima Klein, but I'm not taking her at negative 600. I'm not even trying to squeeze that into a parlay. At, at only 3-0 with, like, kind of an unknown commodity against her, I'm probably staying away from this one. But uh, I assume you're also taking Fatima Klein. Yeah, I, th- I think you summarize it perfectly. Like, definitely on uh, Klein winning, but with you know not not as not enough confidence. <laughs> you know, minus six hundred. That's a very steep number against a girl that is very unknown. Like you said, like she might not have the in cage experience, but being an Olympian, being on that podium, she's got big time match experience. So um, I don't think the lights will be too bright for her. I just don't know if the skills are going to be there yet to beat uh, Fatima Klein. Yeah, and I, I think we're just going to need to see more of Fatima striking here for, for Fatima to to really take over. Um, but, you know, who knows? When, when you got a judo Olympian, you never know what her hands are going to look like. So they could be the uh, Ronda Rousey's of the world. They could be much better than that. So um, and before we move on to the second fight, uh, let's talk a little bit about WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other sites. Be on the lookout for WinBet's Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet's Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payday opportunity. And March Madness is here, so get in on the so many different ways to bet the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you will win a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head on over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app now. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the DGEN Dance, which is our March Madness Bankroll Contest, is back. 
free to enter in $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we got that first half unders bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Both those contests are available right now on the SGPN app. All right, so let's keep it rolling through these straw weight contests on this Invicta 52 card. We're going to move next to Mina Grusander versus Shauna Bannon, who I spoke about before. Grusander Brutsku is her nickname. She's 33 years old. She's six and four as a professional. She's five foot four with a 61 inch reach. Is that right? Did I write that down? 61 inch reach. If that's true, she will be at an eight inch reach disadvantage, but I'm putting the intern on it right now to make sure it is. And it is. She's going to be at an eight inch reach disadvantage. She's one in two in Invicta. She's lost three straight fights, including one outside of the UFC or outside of Invicta rather. Uh, her last fight was quite a while ago. So she's been on the shelf for a little minute too. Shauna Bannon, meanwhile, Mama B, she's 29 years old. She's 4-0 and in her professional career. She's going to be three inches taller, eight-inch reach advantage over Grusander, 1-0 and in Invicta. She's the cage legacy champ. Uh, I'll get this one kicking. First of all, let's let's quickly run the odds here. Uh, Grusander betting off at plus 285. Shauna Bannon, negative 360. While I was a little gun-shy on the odds of Fatima Klein, thought they had gotten a little bit too big here. I'm actually not too big on them here for Shauna Bannon. I, I think Shauna Bannon negative 360 is still a steal. If you can get it anywhere near negative 300 and maybe throw it in some kind of parlay to juice it up a little bit, I think she's going to kill her here. Because if you watch Grusander, Grusander's got some like decent grappling, but she's like somebody who throws like one and done leg kicks. Her hands come down when she throws the one and done leg kicks. Her chin's so high up in the air when she's striking. It almost comes up. Never mind, just like doesn't go down. Um, and when you look at Shauna Bannon, she counters that low leg kick, especially in her last fight, all the time with a big overhand right that she just cracks her opponents with. She's not always got the best wrestling. In fact, sometimes I think her wrestling is is a little bit maybe her biggest problem. But the jujitsu is there. And you can tell the jujitsu is like from her coach. Um, for those of you who remember him when he was in the UFC, her coach is uh, Patty the Hulahan O'Hooligan, um, who is uh, he, he actually main evented a UFC fight card uh, very weirdly against Louis Smolka. Um, so she's got that like jujitsu style that he's got. Um, she's really great on the top. So I, I think most likely she's just going to crack Grusander on the feet nonstop for the entirety of the fight. Negative 360 doesn't seem steep enough for me. How about you? You giving any uh, hope for the underdog in this one? I'm not. I think I think Bannon, she is the girl that they're looking probably more to uh, give a little bit of a push. I think Grusander, for what it's worth, she is an experienced uh, fighter. She's got 10 professional fights. You know, compared to only four for Bannon. But like you said, she gets hit a lot. Doesn't have the best mechanics on the feet. And, uh, you know, Bannon, yeah, doesn't have the best, you know, offensive wrestling maybe. But she is pretty slick on the ground. Um, I think she wins this fight wherever wherever it may go. I can see her doing some working on the feet and then maybe end up getting a submission on the ground. I think, uh, I think Bannon takes care of business here. And it's worth noting, too, that, like, Roosander is going to be so much smaller. Um, because, you know, I mentioned that crazy reach disadvantage, right? 61 inch reach to a 69 inch reach. You know, Bannon's got a really long reach for this weight class and, and Grusander's got a really small one. But it's not just that. Grusander used to fight at Adam weight. You know, one of my favorite weight classes, Adam weight. She fought uh, Jinyu Fry a couple of times down there and some pretty exciting fights. And while having an exciting fight with Jinyu Fry certainly gets you some credit in my eyes, the fact that she is an Adam weight naturally and is now going to be fighting. Who, who is probably a big straw weight in Bannon 
Uh, just seems like real bad news. So yeah, I'm I'm all over Bannon here. I think she gets this win uh, fairly easily and uh, winds up uh, making us look pretty smart. Now, I'm um, going to get to the next fight, too. Do I want to talk about? Yeah, well, let's talk about Underdog Fantasy real quick. Uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. The college pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for an 100% deposit bonus of up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, so we are now all the way through our ads. We are to our last two fights of the night. The co-main event of the night is a fighter I've been talking a lot about as of late and one who we got to see semi-recently, Carolina Wojcik, I'm, of course, talking about, and she's fighting Idiana Silva. So let's start with Carolina Wojcik, the one oft talked about on this podcast. She's the Polish assassin, 28 years old. She's 10-3 and in her pro career. Five foot two, a very short straw weight. She's got a 62.2 inch reach, weirdly specific. That's going to give her a 0.2 inch reach advantage. She's one and one in Invicta. Of course, the only loss being for that belt last time out against Valeska Machado as the uh, title fight in that four fighter tournament. Um, she was one and zero in the contender series before that. She was two and zero in KSW before that. Um, she was famously one of the ones on the contender series who won but did not get a contract because Dana White wasn't super pleased with her grappling skills um, or the fact that she used her grappling skills. Uh, Ediana Silva, Nell Pitbull is the nickname. She's 21 years old, which is seven years younger than Wojcik. She's 12 and three. So she's actually got a little more experience than the older Wojcik. She is five foot three with a 62 inch reach. So virtually identical from the, uh, from both of those measurements, she's 0-1 in Invicta. She also got beat by Valeska Machado in that last tournament. So she was uh, right nipping on the heels of a title shot as well. She was 1-0 LFA before that. The lines, if you are interested, are the closest on the whole card here. They're weirdly written. Uh, right now we have Ediana Silva as a slight favorite, negative 121. I don't know why we're getting that specific. She's negative 121 out the <laughs> gate here um, to Carolina Wojcik's negative 109. Uh, originally, when it was first posted, it was Wojcik negative 155 and Silva plus 125. It flip flopped, which is, again, what I was talking about with the line movement early. So it looks like the money's coming in on the youngster early. What do, what do you make of these two, Kurt? I think it's a really good fight, honestly. And you, you got to imagine that the... You know, both of these girls have lost to the uh, champ, Lusk Machado, but you got to imagine the winner of this, especially if, um, uh, you know, which we're going to talk about in a minute, if McCormick wins in the main event, probably sets them up for a title shot. But um, I like the fight, honestly. I I tend to favor um, Eddie Silva ever so slightly. I, I think they match up really well on the feet. Um, I think Walchick's probably a little bit better of a grappler, which I'm sure she's going to use. But Silva just seems a little bit slicker on the feet. Wojcik is a little bit plotting. I don't think she sets up her punches very well, which leads to her getting hit, I think, a little bit too often. Um, but again, she might have that equalizer in the grappling. But uh, I think just I think the slick striking of Silva is going to be the difference here. I really like that assessment of Wojcik and I've been beating the drum of Wojcik for some time right before she was on contender series. I was like, sweet, another KSW Polish fighter coming over 
who's going to do great things. She looked good, but not great against Sandra Lovato. She did what I needed to her against Gloria DePaula. Then she kind of came up short against Machado. In, in, in each of these ones, it seems like, you know, to your point, the fact that she's a little bit more plotting on her feet and she doesn't surprise you with any of the the stuff she's throwing on her feet makes her grappling worse. Um, it, it's not that she has bad wrestling or she can't chain her takedowns together. Or her entries suck. It's just that like, there's nothing disguising it. There, there's right, no, yeah, she just walks in and out straight lines, right? Straight lines. She walks in and out. Like, I'm not worried about her hitting me with seven jabs and like, you know, ducking under one of those jabs and turning it into a takedown. She's going to shoot a takedown. We see it coming. And the thing about Ediana Silva is in that fight with Valeska Machado, Valeska Machado decided to go to her grappling game a lot too. And a lot of it got stuffed, right? Silva stuffed a ton of that. And to your point, she's more nuanced on the feet. I think she got it while, uh, you know, Wojcik has got definitely a grappling advantage. Silva has got a massive power advantage. Like, the the power of her strikes and how she was hitting Tina Black, like, man, does she hit hard. Um, so like I, I think that that's a huge advantage for her. I, I think the the early money coming in on her is a good indication that like we've got a good read on this because man, do I, I really thought Wochick was like going to be one of those people, but like until she starts to blend things together, I, I'm just losing faith. So I'm going to side with you here, too. Uh, maybe it's boring that we're going chalk across the board so far, but uh, Ediana Silva, look for her to maybe move to an underdog, like may- maybe hope for that. But uh, even at negative 121, I think that's probably playable. Um, and that brings us to our final fight of the night, which is Valeska Machado for the strawweight championship. She's defending that belt for the very first time after beating the two aforementioned opponents that we just talked about. She's going to be defending it for the first time against Ireland's own Danny McCormick. It is an Irish fight card, actually, come to think of it, um, with both her and Shauna Bannon on it. Let's start by talking about Valeska Machado. She infamously is called Tina Black, uh, Twenty-one year, or 27 years old, rather. She's 12 and 3. She's 5'4 with a 63-and-a-half-inch reach advantage, so she'll be the same height as Danny McCormick with a slight reach advantage. 3-0 and in Invicta, of course, two of those fights were on the last fight card, once again, against those two opponents. She was 0-1 on Contender Series. That's when we all, as a group on the SGPN network, started fading her at all costs after she lost to Piera Rodriguez. And since then, she has just steamrolled everybody in Invicta she possibly could. So she's proven us all wrong time and time again. Now the strawweight champion and seemingly knocking on a UFC's door. Uh, and in order to get there, she's going to need to beat Danny McCormick. Mac is the nickname. She's 32 years old, five years older than Machado. She's six and two as a professional. Same height, slightly smaller reach. She's one and oh in Invicta. She was four and one in Bellator before that, which is pretty impressive. Uh, but she's going to be a pretty big underdog in this fight. The early lines posted. We've got Valeska Machado, negative 500 favorite in this fight. Danny McCormick up to plus 375. It's gotten wider since it posted. Valeska Machado originally negative 400. McCormick only plus 300. So that, that's continuing to head in the favor of Tina Black in a bigger and bigger way each and every time out. So uh, the books seem to be favoring Tina Black. The fans seem to be favoring Tina Black. Uh, I also am going to be favoring Tina Black. I, I think, and, and I'll, I'll ask you this, like other than Danny McCormick being Irish and like, uh, you know, promotions like to promote other countries because when you do, there's huge fan bases that come along with it. 
Does she seem better than either of the two people we just talked about in the last fight? Not particularly, no. I mean, I, I don't know. And apparently she's got some, uh, you probably know a little bit better this about me. She, apparently she lost to, like, uh, Carolina Wojcik and, like, the Amis, and now there's, like, a little bit of a thing going on. So, um, you know, she 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 kind of has a little bit similar of a style to Wojcik. She kind of plotting, right? She's got good forward pressure. She likes to wrestle against the cage, throws big bombs. Um. Man, it's the luck of the Irish, though. It's St. Paddy's Day weekend. I'm, I'm going McCormick here. Oh, I like that. I like that. And I did not know that thing about Wojcik, but I just did look, because uh, I obviously have the tapology pages open while I'm doing this. I do see there, yeah, they're like second amateur fight. With she made a comment, other. too, saying like she hopes Wojcik wins her fight so they could uh, scrap again. So maybe that's a little bit of a, you know, added motivation, especially if Wojcik does, does uh, pull through in that co-main event. But again, like, if yeah. you look at, if you look at, um... Machado, like, you know, let's say her loss in the Contender Series, again, that was all the way back in 2021. She had a lot of fights since then that she's looked very good in, but a lot of that did take place with her getting pushed up the cage, against the cage, getting taken down, have to work up off her back, have to work off against the cage, and I think McCormick could have some success with that in this fight. That's a, that's an interesting take. I think I'm going to lean Tina Black here. Uh, I She's burned me so many freaking times. I think... I think in five Tina Black fights, I've predicted zero of them right. So maybe maybe the right move here is to listen to Kurt and take the underdog. Um, but I, I, I'm going to say I, I like Tina Black a little bit better because you, you're right. I, I worry about her being pushed up against the cage. That's pretty much why I've picked against her for like her last 10 fights um, since she lost on the Contender Series because I assumed it was going to happen again. And it hasn't. So I'm starting to buy that like maybe she can defend it and maybe she had a bad night on the Contender Series. Also, I will just say, like, I do like her striking on the feet quite a bit better than McCormick's. McCormick has, like, really wide shots, and, like, sometimes her sense of range is kind of shitty. Like, she'll she'll throw, like, a big hook and be, like, six inches short on it, and you'll be like, oh, that was never going to land. Um, and Tita Black just has, like, a much crisper, shorter, like, she, she throws straight strikes, which is going to keep it uh, a lot easier for her here to score on Danny McCormick. But to your point, there is that danger there. Now... I'm just going to throw this out here because we don't usually throw parlays together on regional cards, but it is St. Patrick's day weekend. You want to get real crazy with Kurt's picks here, which by the way, he did beat me on this past weekend. We, neither of us did good, but he did Barely. beat me this, this past weekend <laughs> in the UFC. Um, bear, we still win. We, we count all wins here. So uh, if you want to get down on a St. Patrick's day weekend parlay, Danny McCormick, Shauna Bannon, pair them together. You're going to get five to one odds on those two winning together. So uh, may- maybe a little something to make your the luck of the Irish thing true. Um, perhaps uh, perhaps that's the one for you. So a uh, little Buy luck of the Irish. A couple extra pints, you know. Yeah, there you go. It's it's a perfect weekend uh, when you can use your Wednesday money for some pints on the weekend. So uh, that's actually going to do it for our uh, Invicta FC 52 breakdown. Um, thank you guys for trailing along with us. And as always, you can continue to trail along with us in the discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. You can also check us out on Twitter at SGPN MMA. Uh, my personal account is at Gumby Vreeland and Kurtz is at KCPKO. And of course you can read our stuff on the sports gambling podcast network.com. And uh, you know, there's basketball stuff up there. There's baseball stuff up there, whatever it is that you're into. We've got it. And check out all the other podcasts, too, because they're great as well. Um, And you can rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. Make sure you get in on the 
MMA specific feed because it makes our numbers look great and we sure do love it. Um, keep an eye out for the prop contest popping up on the Twitter and the Discord later on in the week. Um, and apart from that, enjoy the fights on Wednesday. I'll be popping in there and talking with you guys then and start getting jacked up for our fights in uh, England this weekend coming up. UFC 286 is upon us. So um, with that being said, I'm Daniel Gubby Freeland. He's Kurt Chase Patrick, and we will see you on Wednesday.